Well, good afternoon. I want to welcome you to the broadcast. Thank you for joining. My name is John Mayfield, and I appreciate everyone that is tuning in this afternoon. You are in for a real treat. I have uh, met our speaker, Jaime, and uh, he and I, it's kind of interesting how we met because we're both growing our YouTube channels, and and I started watching some of his videos, and was very impressed, and we had a nice conversation by phone, and then We've done some other Zoom conference calls together. He's kind of helped me out with some uh, some demos of my present for, for some presentations I had. And I thought he would be the perfect person for our Missouri Realtors webinar. So I need to make sure you can hear me OK. If you can, if you could maybe wave your virtual hand. Hopefully I'm broadcasting loud and clear. I see Courtney, thank you, and David, my good David, my good friend there, Diana, great. So I see some hands that have come up. I'll put everybody's hand down. I want to make sure. And it says we are recording. So great. Okay, so um this is part of our professional uh, professional development goal and initiative was to try to bring some webinars. This is our third one we've done. We've recorded all of these, so they are available for playback. I encourage you to take a listen to those. We hope that we can get more of a consistent schedule going. And we are also trying to pull the audio off so you can listen to these in your car as well. Well, first and foremost, let me just say that um, I realize not everyone in the state of Missouri has Remind, okay? However, and Jaime will, will explain this to everyone, the company is more than eager to work with MLSs to provide this system. And, and it's very fascinating when I was speaking with Jaime about the way he's developing business. He's a real estate professional, by the way, just like you and I. But he's doing some very interesting things on Facebook and with Remind. You really need to check out his YouTube channel. If you just search by his name, which is J-A-I-M-E Resendez, and you, and that's R-E-S-E-N-D-I-Z, you'll find his YouTube channel. It's a really fascinating videos that will help you with marketing and growing your real estate business. So again, I realize not everybody has access to Remind throughout the state, but it's always good for us to look at new technology, new tools that are out there, and perhaps you can mention this to your to your board, your MLS, maybe they can do a little investigating, talk to the CEO. Jaime actually knows him and he'll talk more about that. But it's my pleasure, and we're going to get right into it, to introduce Jaime Resendez. <laughs> Resendez, kind of like rescinding a contract, he always tells me. But a great guy. He's from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, Jaime, thank you for sharing your talents and time with us today. We really appreciate it. And I'm going to turn it over to you. Absolutely. Thank you, John. I appreciate the opportunity. It's always nice to speak with other real estate professionals such as yourselves on the other on the other line. So as John mentioned, my name is Jaime Resendez and I'm out of the Dallas Fort Worth market. So I've been using Remind personally for a little bit over a year and a half. And in addition to using it personally, I've helped thousands of other real estate agents use it in their business as well. Let me rephrase that, use it successfully in their business. So that is super important. It's um, It would be a bad investment of time and resources if it didn't work. So that is, uh, that is what I have to say about that. Now, speaking about the MLS more directly, as John was mentioning, not all the MLSs at this time have Remind. But whenever something like that happens, you can always contact me directly You'll have my contact information somewhere through this presentation, or you can find me pretty much anywhere. I live in YouTube these days, so it's going to be easy to find me there. If there's an MLS that does not have it, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm At this point, I've become pretty good friends with Leo Pareja, the CEO and founder of Remind. 
and he's been very good about um, forming those relationships rather quickly. And if your MLS does not have Remind, he can get a Remind in there in very short order. Order, so it's to everybody's benefit that it's um, it's available. So again, just if there's an MLS that needs a bit of Remind um, integration, feel free to reach out, and I would gladly make that introduction. All right, so seeing as this is a Tuesday at 2 p.m., this is a busy workday. So I will be respectful of your time. That is my number one goal for today. But in addition to that, you do want, you will be receiving a lot of value. So three expectations from our presentation today. One, we're going to be moving fast. So just understand that and be okay with it because there's a lot to there's a lot to learn about Remind, so it's okay. If you need to take notes, fantastic. There's a recording after this, or if you'd like some additional information, you can you can reach out to me at any time. So just know that we're going to move fast, and it's okay not to capture everything in the first go-around. Now, the second expectation is going to be at the end of this presentation, you will have actionable strategies to implement in your business. There's a bit of theory in the presentation. However, I am more of an action-based individual. So I care more about something that's tangible and actionable as opposed to just speaking in theory and living in the clouds. So that is the second expectation. And then lastly, the third expectation for you today, just so you know you're in the right place, this is not a button-pushing type of webinar. So what does that mean? This is not a uh, webinar or presentation where you're going to just see me point at something and click on something and that type of tutorial will not be, uh, that. that's not this type of tutorial here. This presentation will be covering actionable strategies and if you're looking more for which buttons to push, where the filters are, and things of that nature that are very, very technical, you can go over to YouTube. There are plenty of resources there. And I can safely say that I that my videos have a 10 out of the top 20 results that pertain to Remind, 10 of those are my videos. So I'm the top creator for Remind on YouTube. So I for sure know that the button pushing tutorials are over there but also remind does a great job of onboarding individuals so if there's something that you heard in this presentation and i don't necessarily tell you hey this is the button know that those resources are available over in youtube or reaching out to remind directly they do a great job of onboarding one-on-one -on -one con consultations and giving you that specific information all right, with that being said, the house, uh, the housekeeping items are out of the way. So let's begin. I want to make sure that we, uh, get out of here on time. And we're going to spend about 35 minutes going through this presentation, but the remainder of it's going to be addressing your questions. I find that that's where we find a good amount of the value that we spend, uh, today. So. Hey, hi, me. I just want to jump in real quick. So, uh, I had someone that said they could not see the picture. I am seeing it on my end. So if anyone else is having a problem seeing the video, please let me know. But looks, it, it it's Can fine I, on my end. So. And if somebody could type in a, a chat just to make sure you're seeing the picture as well. You should see the. The roadmap for today. So this is today's. Yeah. Okay. So Don, so everyone else says they can see it. Okay. Good. All righty. Thank you. So go right, go, go on back there and we are good to go. Awesome. Awesome. So here's what we're going to do today. Here's our roadmap. What is Remind? It'll, I'll give you a very clear picture and a very clear, very clear picture on what Remind is. The opportunity of Remind, how to navigate it. We're going to spend maybe, maybe a minute here because that's not where we are going to find the most value today for us. And then I'm going to break it down into three buckets. Remind the time saver, remind the prospector, and then remind the matchmaker. Then finish off with some Q&As. 
All right, so Riemann used to say it was this. So when they launched, they used to say that they were a property intelligence platform. And that was essentially it. That was what was on their homepage. And it left a lot of agents like this, not understanding what in the world they were talking about. So after much feedback and after, well, I guess more more feedback from me sending emails of uh, just clarifying that because it caused more questions than answers, what Remind says now is Remind combines data, consumer data and property data onto a single platform that delivers more actionable intelligence to real estate agents than any other tool. So that's something that's digestible. That's something that you can understand. And we're going to unpack that here in a little bit. You're going to see this description of Remind manifest itself multiple times throughout our presentation. So what if you knew someone's consumer data that pertain to their mortgage information, mortgage age, the ownership time, the home equity they had in the home, if they lived in the home or if they were an absentee homeowner, if they purchased that property cash, if they un unfortunately become distressed, essentially it, it starts going into foreclosure, the person's mailing address, phone numbers, and everything else. What if you had access to that consumer data? Now, stepping one step forward, what if you could mask that consumer data with property data? So the property value, the property's value, the, if it was in a flood zone, if it, what type of building it is, the land use, how many beds, baths, stories, garages, and square feet. What if you have that consumer data and that property data and fused it together. How much time, how much power would you have in using that information for your benefit? So in a nutshell, that is the first sentence of what Remind is, and that is just scratching the surface. If you took nothing away, nothing else away from that description, that is the bare bones of what Remind is. It provides that consumer data and it combines it with the property data so you can make actionable strategies for your marketing. But the most important thing is what's in it for me, right? It's very cool to have the consumer data. It's very cool to have the property data. But oftentimes when I give this presentation, we need a bit more we need a bit more context. We need something that's real, something that you experience every single day, every single week, every single selling cycle. So I want to take you back to the summer of 2018. If your market was anything like my market here in the DFW area, you were working with many more buyers than you had sellers. So you either had to just uh, be very, very active with your MLS search and hope that a property for sale that fit this criteria that you're seeing on the screen would come up, or you would have to go out there and create your own inventory. So go out and prospect and find someone that is willing to sell their two-story home four, with four beds, three baths, two-car garage, built uh 20, 2010 or newer within a certain ISD, and it costs five, less than $500,000. So that was your problem that you needed to solve. And if you do the math on that, since all of us work on commission, this would essentially be a $15,000 problem, a potential $15,000 uh, problem. So it comes it comes to the uh, how are you going to solve it type of a, of a question. And what most realtors at the time would do the realtor two step. And what you're going to see on the screen is actually me giving uh, us a break, myself included, where the typical two. I'm going to put more than two steps here, but the typical route was. Search on the MLS for that property. And if we didn't find anything on that property, then we would just put them on that auto drip. So if the property was there, fantastic. We'd go see it. We'd try to write an offer and go above asking with prayers that we get under contract. But if it wasn't there, 
then what we would do would be send them the auto drip, put save their filters, and then they get a instantaneous email as soon as an agent out there finds a property and puts it on the MLS for it to be sold. So that's the typical two-step. But again, I'm get, I'm going to be a little bit more gracious towards our profession. Realtors would then go ask around the brokerage, hey, do you have this property? Have you seen this type of property? I have a ready, willing, and able buyer. I just need to find the property in order to execute. Then you would inquire on Facebook. Go around ask uh, on Facebook, hey, I have a, a buyer ready to go. Does anybody want to sell? You'd email blast your past clients. Even if you placed them in the same neighborhood last year, you present the offer of selling their home simply because you had a buyer ready, willing, and able to, and you had a $15,000 problem that you needed a solution for. And honestly, just ask anybody that would listen. That would be the, the realtor two-step, going out and looking for that property. Again, solving for that $15,000 problem. But then, as mentioned earlier, the masses would just put uh, put it put the person, put the individuals, the buyers on an auto email drip. And so whenever a property came online, they'd go and check it out. So that would be 95% of what the agents would do. And I, again, I fell right into that bucket. I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody. It's just something that I was, that was what I had. That's what I was doing. And that's what something that, uh, I was not being as proactive as I should have been. So that's full disclosure. I fell right into that bucket. But what the other 5% would consider would go out and generate their own seller. They would go out there and generate the home for sale. So they would go door knocking, cold calling, emailing, texting, direct mail, and doing social media ads if they had that capability. As you can see, there are some lim limitations to that but this is essentially prospecting. However, then you have to ask yourself, there's two main questions that you would have to ask yourself as you're trying to solve this $15,000 problem. How are you going to find the property? Which it would involve going to the MLS and seeing which properties have sold in the past years and making sure that they have the criteria that you're looking for. And if it was sold away from the MLS, then go to Zillow and try to find that type of property. Same with the CAD. If it's a newer build, remember our criteria was built 2010 or newer. So some of those properties may not have even sold once. You'd have to cross-reference the prop. Then you'd have to cross-reference the properties with the school websites and Google Maps to make sure it has what you were looking for. So that's what you were trying to solve. That was the first question that you were needing to answer. How are you going to find the property? And then how are you going to reach out to that property owner? How are you going to contact them? You could either Facebook stock or LinkedIn stock or any other social media platforms out there, or you would purchase public data. So those were the two things that you needed to solve for in order to solve that $15,000 problem. But then you also have the challenges of what about your other current clients? This is one buyer and most agents are not working with just one buyer. There's other people that need your attention in order for you to be successful. So speaking to that, what about your future pipeline? And most of us have a family that we need to care for. So your family would also be affected. So one of these would, would be affected regardless if you were going out and actively seeking inventory so your buyer can get into a home, i.e. you solving that $15,000 problem. And at the end of the day, you don't want to break the piggy bank. You don't want to overspend. You don't want to, you don't want to be throwing money away like anybody else. We don't, we don't want to throw our money away. So again, this is the Remind opportunity. This is where we start connecting the dots. So I'm gonna show you how to navigate. Again, we are 
going to spend a brief amount of time here before we get to the buckets that I shared earlier. So this is the simple navigation. If this is the first time that you're seeing Remind or if you don't have access to Remind, this is what you can expect at the moment. For me, this is how I access Remind based off of the Metrotex Association of Realtors. That's where the association that I'm from, your dashboard will most certainly be different, but you'll be able to access it through the dashboard as I believe all other associations have the login that way. All right, so when you log in, you're gonna log in and you're gonna be able to search. This is what a search, the Discover tab, if you look to the far left, this is what the Discovery tab looks like. Every single blue dot means a property, both residential and commercial. So you have access to that information. So when you click through, you'll have information. On the left-hand side, you're gonna see six main tabs. The one that's daily uh, on the top left, the one that's labeled daily is your dashboard. So it's gonna look very similar to the dashboard that you might have on your MLS already. The one below that is the discover what you're seeing right now. Then the one below that where it says track is bookmarks of properties that you are tracking. So properties that are of interest to you, properties that could very well be the farm that you actively farm. And then below that is engage. That references client engage, which is the front facing side of Remind. We'll revisit that towards the end of the presentation. Right below that, you're gonna see chat, where you can have conversations back and forth with your clients on this platform. So they can share listings with you that they are interested in viewing and just have conversations back and forth. And below that is your contacts tab. So that is what Remind looks like as you're actively going through and navigating. All right, so this screen looks a little bit different because I have not updated this particular slide. They recently added the contacts. If you look at the difference, the contacts and the daily on the far left side, but for all intents and purposes, it's basically the same. And then the long green circles that you see are the actual filters. On this side, on the left-hand side, you're gonna see more consumer data going back to that description of what Remind is, consumer data and property data all in one. On the left-hand side, you're mostly going to see consumer data. So you're gonna be able to filter based off of property values, I'm sorry, property values, home equity, ownership time, the sales score, which I'll reference in two, two slides, absentee if the owner is living in the property or is absentee, if the property is on a flood zone, if it's being Airbnb'd out, the mortgage rate, so the rate that they have on their mortgage, the age of the mortgage, the last sales price, and if the property is distressed along with if the property was purchased as a cash buy. So that is the navigation side of it. Again, this is what it looks like from full screen. And this is a little closer up of what you can expect. What you're seeing on the screen now has to do more with property data. This is where you can see if it is actively on the MLS. So you know to omit, omit those from your prospecting. You see the uh, number of beds, baths, the size of the lot, square feet, year built, and so on and so forth. So this is at the top. We this is what the main screen looks like. And the image that you're, you saw a few seconds ago is at the very top where it has mostly to do with property data. All right. And when you click on a record, you're going to see you have access to the public record, the schools, valuations, demographics, property history, mortgages, associated people. You have the amount of time that they have owned their home, their estimated equity and so much information. So once you print this out, or if, as you're scrolling down, it typically manifests, manifests itself to about four pages worth of data on one single property. So if you want the full breakdown of the history of the owner and the history of the property, you have it available. At any property that is, is out there, you will have that available. 
All right, so something I skimmed through, the self score. I think it deserves its own slide because it's very important and it's something that's highlighted heavily by Remind. So the self score, by definition, is a property that is highly likely to sell within the next 12 months is categorized as a high sell score. A property that is a that is likely to sell between 12 and 24 months is categorized as a medium sell score. And a property that is likely to sell within 20, I'm sorry, likely to sell 24 months and above, so beyond that, is categorized as a low sell score. Now, the common question that I get is, does this sell score work? And that's a very fair question. And the benefit that you get today is that I don't work for Remind, though they're not paying me to, to have this uh, presentation, nor, they have, nor have they paid me to make any of my almost 20 videos about Remind. So the sell score, I can tell you from personal experience that what got me even hooked on the product from the outset was that I sent, going back to that uh, scenario of looking for that for that home, for that buyer that was the $15,000 solution, that was a real solution. <laughs> that was a real problem that I needed to find a solution for. And I sent 49 pieces of mail. So this was direct mail. It was handwritten notes to 49 individual properties and four properties ended up selling. So out of 49 direct mail pieces, four of them became clients. So not only was I able to solve for the problem that I needed to solve for that $15,000 problem, but um, God was good and <laughs> a few more came out of the woodworks. Now, I say that to illustrate that it has worked for me in the past. Now, I do also need to highlight that there are situations or there are times where I have had marketing campaigns come back with zero. So all that to say is that there are good hits and there are not as good hits. So I can safely say that whenever I'm farming a new area, I focus on the self-score first if I'm trying to break into that neighborhood or as an agent that works with me, we're going through a farm, they're trying to break into a new farm. I focus on the self-score first, the self-score of a high self-score. So there are times when we hit it, get it right right off the bat, but then there are times where other filters help us out. So I wanted to share I wanted to share that personal testimony and also wanted to illustrate on that sell score a little bit further. But generally, I leave it as is in during the presentation. And then a few more questions will probably come up as we get to the Q&A. So we're going to keep going as I do want to go back to the goal of being respectful of your time. All right. Now we get into the three buckets that I mentioned earlier. So remind the time saver, and then we're going to go into remind the prospector. And then lastly, remind the, the matchmaker before we get, we, before we break it open into Q and A. So remind the time saver. Remind has the, Remind gives you the capability of running CMAs directly from here. So if you have access to the cloud CMA through your MLS, you can, you're, you're going to see it here. Not all MLSs have give their agents access to the cloud CMA, but um, if they do, they will be integrated through Remind. Remind has its own CMA product, uh, Remind CMA 360. And what I like about Remind their product is that you can pull in off market properties. So as you see in the circle, in the green circle for off MLS properties, you can select to include them or exclude them from your CMA. So you can bust out a CMA very, very quickly. In addition to having all of that other information about the individual, about the schools, about the valuation, about demographics, 
all in one. So you have a very robust thing, robust CMA to hand over to your client. And really you become the local expert. You have all of this information. It may be a brand new neighborhood that you have no clue that you haven't worked in the past, but you have all of this information about the, about the neighborhood. You have information about the schools and their ratings. You have the valuation. You have four different valuations that get applied. One of them is Zillow. The other one is BlackRock. The other one is First American Title. And they just added another valuation service. So I don't remember exactly which one that is. Then you get all the history of, of the property, of course, the images, public record details, so, so on and so forth. You become the local expert in a very short amount of time. So if you get somebody calling in asking about a particular property, if you're advertising through Zillow or just getting a, a call in, then you're able to familiarize yourself rather quickly as you're driving over to show them the property. And then you can bookmark or you can track your properties and people. So your farm or properties that are of interest to you, you can have those tracked or bookmarked and you get all of the updates. You get to see if one of them goes into bankruptcy, you get notified if a deed name changes, you get notified if somebody pulls a, a mortgage out, you just get a lot of information from tracking your farm. So it it helps you and it makes you a bit more, well, I guess it would be reactive, but it, give, it gives you a good pulse on what your specific farm is doing. So it saves you a lot of time. Now let's remember, Remind combines consumer data, which you saw at the very beginning, and property data, which again you saw at the very beginning, onto a single platform. And what we're doing right now is building on that single platform um, promise or description that you see there. So that delivers more actionable intelligence to real estate agents than any other tool. We're, go we're getting ready to jump over to the actionable intelligence part, which is for all intents and purposes where people make money, which is prospecting. So remind the prospector. Remember that we're trying to solve for that $15,000 problem, which is finding that person that is wanting to list as we have that buyer ready to buy. And nothing really changes in the form, in the way that you prospect, because you still have the options of sending direct mail. You still have the option of door knocking, cold calling, text marketing, email marketing, social media marketing, and online marketing in general. That is still your decision in finding the property and contacting the people. So. That has not changed. What has changed is your effectiveness. So now you ask yourself the very same two questions that we asked at the beginning. How are we going to find the property? And how are we going to find the contact information? So as a summary, that's Remind. The answer is Remind. This is the same, the same screenshot that you saw before, just so you realize that you can get these filters and apply them for your property and consumer data and solve for any problem, not just the one that I presented to you at the beginning. The one that I presented to you at the beginning was a real life one, but you yourselves have different goals. Maybe you're only after listings. Maybe you're only after working with buyers, people that are renting that want to buy their first property. So just know that this is available and this is where you start crafting your strategy from these filters. All right. Now, this goes back to the expectation that I said at the beginning. I want you to have actionable strategies that work. So prospecting filters that work. I've done a good amount of the homework for you. So feel free to write these down or watch this again or Check out the YouTube channel, which has a good amount of these. It doesn't have all of them. This is something that I say for presentations, but 
you're going to want to check this one out. If you're looking for seller leads or buyer leads, a good campaign to run is focusing on those two-story homes. Because remember, let's go back for a second. Oh, I didn't include that. But you have you have the capability of filtering out based off of the property data. So filtering two-story homes plus a home equity of 50, 50% and above. I don't know about you, but I've lived in two-story homes before, and that was my first and only time that I did that. I quickly migrated into a single-story home. So a lot of people, um, from my experience, have done the same thing. Those people that live in two-story homes and that are good on equity, it wouldn't be a bad idea to target them based off of single-story homes. So you can craft your marketing specific to the fact that they're in a two-story home. They are living the quote-unquote struggles of going up and down the stairs. So this is something that you can do without ever sending a direct mail piece to those homes that are single story. So that's very powerful. You have access to that filter. And if you wanted to launch this campaign from concept to implementation would take you less than 10 minutes. And I firmly believe that even with no knowledge of how to navigate the system, it's just that intuitive. Now, if you're looking for either, again, seller leads or buyer leads, target those homeowners that have a 6% and above on their mortgage rate. So a common message would be, or a common marketing line would be, how would you like to pay less in interest? Very simple, no, nothing complicated. Or how would you like $50,000 more house? Which essentially means 0.5% change in interest rate. Depending on the house, I know there are other variables, but these are catchy to where people will actually respond and then you fill them in with the solution. The biggest part is getting that phone to ring or getting those people to actually reach out to you. If you're looking for, again, seller leads, go ahead and start with that sell score. You know, is now the right time to, to sell? Again, remember, by definition, sell score is a is a is somebody that is highly likely to sell within the next 12 months. Now, you may find some neighbor, neighborhoods are a little bit better with sell score. Some of them, you may not have as much success with it. However, you do have other filters that you can play around with and really craft your marketing with the filters that you that you select. And if you're looking for seller leads, again, look for homes that have their entire mortgage paid off and that they lived in that home for 20 years. So chances are that they could be empty nesters or um, investors in certain cases. If you're looking at multi-family units, or duplexes, that often happens. So offering to cash out and reduce tax burden through seller carry note, it's a powerful strategy. If you approach those investors that have multifamily units that have their full mortgage paid off and they've owned it for enough time to where they've received their return and then some, offering them a way to reduce their tax burden through a seller carry note is very powerful. And we're going to continue. If you're looking for buyer leads, target those homes that have absentee owners and craft a specific message to that physical address, not the mailing address because you get both. Target a specific message of tired of paying someone else's mortgage. Very simple. And then buyer, this would be buyer slash investor. You have access to listings of Airbnb. So you get to see which properties are presently being Airbnb'd out. There's a good amount of money if the cities allow that Airbnb, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of money to be had. So doing the math and, and sharing a snapshot of what Airbnb investment could do for a buyer slash investor is very powerful. So, so, so doing that and sending it to them is very powerful. Investors, build your cash buyer list very quickly. You get to see who has purchased property with cash and add them to the investor list. Now, something that something I do want to cover before we get to the, uh, well, seller investor, let's go ahead and cover it now. Distressed properties, multifamily, single family condos, you have access to this information. You get to those, you get to 
be in front of those that need to sell. Very self-explanatory. So they need to sell and they could potentially be an investor. So it helps you out in that regard that they're looking for that next property to flip or hold as part of their portfolio. Now, this, a lot of these strategies are talking about having access to the persons, the homeowners, email and phone number, which you would have access to. I'm part of Netris, which is my MLS, and I get access to the pro plan for free. The pro plan is not free in all, all markets. And the differences between a free plan, which everyone, if your Remind has a presence in your MLS, you have Remind for free. However, some of the filters are grayed out. So I want to make that distinction very clear. Although I don't know exactly which filters are, are grayed out because I've had pro even before it was free. Just know that there is that difference. And I am not sure if your the MLS that's that's near you, I believe it's Maris, not sure if they have the pro plan presently. So just want to make that clear. Under the pro plan, you would need, um, I'm sorry, under certain MLSs, you would need to purchase the pro plan in order to have access to the email and contact information, or else you would need to pay, ooh, let's say, I want to say it was $3 per uh per property now i could be mistaken on that one again it's been a while since i have not had the pro plan so just wanted to make that distinction very clear though as we move over from the prospecting to the matchmaker we introduce ourselves to client engage this is the front facing side of remind everything that we have spoken to has to do or had to do with agents. This was information that you as an agent had. Now, clients engage something that is relatively new, almost a year now, where client launched the front, I'm sorry, Remind launched the client engage tool, which adds, which acts as a, a door to the MLS. So now clients can use your link in order to access the MLS in order to, through Remind. So you're providing a valuable connection for your clients that they have direct access to the MLS. This way, they don't have to go over to Zillow, they don't have to go over to Trulia or Realtor.com or anywhere else, this third-party data where oftentimes you find inaccuracies. So the simplest way to think about clients engage is Think of it as a landing page or a lead capture page where in order for that client to use Client Engage, if they want some in-depth information about a certain property, they will need to create an account. Now, the beauty is that this account is directly tied to you. So you as the agent will always show up. There's not going to be three other people as in you would see in Zillow like three premier Zillow agents, this will always be tied to you. Now, that's a simple way of thinking of client engage. A more complex way of thinking about it would be it's a workflow invite. So the moment that you give somebody access, when your clients access to client engage, you're able to track their activities on the portal. You're able to see the last time they logged on. You're able to see the... Um, the safe searches that they have, the properties that they've favorited, you're able to see all of this information. So this workflow invite is very powerful as when somebody creates their login and they've been dormant for two or three months and then you start seeing some activity from them actively looking for homes and saving and just really being active, it would be a good opportunity for you to reach out to that client inquiring, hey, are you ready to make the uh, real estate move? I see that you've been searches, searching for properties, so just want to make sure that you were taken care of. And to show you what it looks like, this is, the, this is what Client Engage would look like. As soon as you create your profile, you as the agent, 
you you're able to put your logo and you're able to put your introduction into the system so what you don't see here is my introduction which would happen right as you scroll down so it has my picture and it has my welcome to my mls essentially so they're able to search for the home based off of the address the zip the school the neighborhood very similar to what you get just a few a fewer amount of details that you have then when they create their account this is all you're asking for full name email create the password phone number is optional my experience 70% of the people create their phone number that are cold traffic so people that I did not personally invite them to my login so 70% is better than 0% as I, as I see it and this is what they would be seeing very similar to what you see however they get less information so on the left hand side you just see their discover and then the chat feature and then when they click through they have Again, a lot of the same things that you're able to see, but not as many. They get to see schools, valuation, demographics. They have a mortgage calculator and have a lot of information that they used to have to go to different websites to. So clients can stop using the MLS the or the traditional MLS as they'll have access to yours, which is, I'm going to suspect, is an upgrade in interface at least that has been a big knock on my personal mls versus the remind one it's a bit more user friendly so clients can stop using again the mls the zillows of the world trulia's of the world going and individually opening a tab for their mortgage calculator going to the cad and going to school rating websites as everything is in one place the entire everything that we saw today is in one central location so they can stop going over there into huge time saver even for your clients now take an action with client engage fulfilling that commitment again of actionable strategies client engage is a great way for you to get leads in a passive manner so once you have your link it's going to be unique to you Every time that somebody clicks through that link and inputs their information, they're tied to you for life. They, you can put that link really anywhere, or you can send it to your sphere of influence, which you can send it to your entire database from the mobile app. It's a one-click download, and they're off and running. You can place that unique link on all your social media and websites. You place it on your email signature. You can start putting it out there on Facebook Marketplace, Facebook groups, investor groups, Craigslist marketing, and run advertising campaigns. Again, in the simplest form, it's a lead capture. And think of it in that, in that way, and it makes sense, where people are looking for this type of information, but many are hesitant to reach out to that realtor that is going to most likely encourage them to buy or sell a home, or at least in their mind. So this diffuses that conversation altogether. You're inviting somebody and providing value by giving them access to the MLS without you asking for anything in, re in return. Now, as far as support, Remind does have their Facebook group. And for my money, it's one of the better groups on Facebook. I'm quite active in quite a few and i just noticed that remind is one of the better ones where if somebody is having success with a certain mailer certain strategy they're open about sharing it so i would encourage you to go and sign up there it's a good it's a good place to collaborate and then it's also i've referenced this several times you can always go and check out my youtube channel I have about 20 videos about Remind, so I am the top creator for Remind. So that is a good place for you to go and check out a strategy. If you want to learn how to advertise on Facebook through Facebook ads using Remind data, I have two videos about that. One of them is a live presentation that I did, which is about two hours long, where I walk you from beginning to end, literally from me logging into Remind all the way to where I press 
run ad on Facebook. So that would be a great place for you to go and check that out. Outside of that, thank you. And let's, uh, let's hear some questions. Great. Thank you so much, Jaime. Very interesting. I, I just sat here and, th- and thought to myself, this is how the, our, our world works today with technology and big data, but it's kind of like, you know, we used to, I grew up where we farmed in neighborhood, but it's kind of like farming a neighborhood, but really dissecting into the types of property or people that you have, have a desire or need to work with. And very, very fascinating. We do have some questions and let me get to these right here. And I'm looking for my question panel and I do not. See it. Jim has his hand up. I'm going to unmute Jim and we'll see. Jim, did, perhaps you had a question. Jim, you're unmuted if you wanted to ask a question or. Yeah, I typed it in. What is, what is he referring to with CAD, C-A-D? Okay, great. Thank you. And I'll mute you back, Jim. County Appraisal District. Sorry about that. Okay, County Appraisal District. Good. Um, and you, when you were talking about the MLS, consumer search in the MLS, I presume Metrotex has a, um, has an MLS, uh, front facing website that they can go to. Consumers. Well, access through an agent. So typically what happens here is they would. It's kind of like your IDX feed, I guess, or. It's the, it would be an IDX feed, but there are some fees associated to having that IDX feed in your, uh, first it would need to be sponsored through your broker and then you would also need to pay a kind of like a hosting fee for okay, your person. Good. Antoinette has her hand up. I'm going to unmute you. I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Antoinette, go ahead. Did you have a question? Perhaps she did not. I will mute her back. So, or she did not. If you want to ask a question, you can raise your hand. Uh, Tanya has a question. Let's unmute her. Tanya, go ahead. Did you have a question? Nope. She did not either. That's okay. It's like talk radio. You don't. Uh, let's see. We had a question. How do you source the mortgage seller information? Uh, and the mortgage rate of an individual. I guess Remind's actually, are they just aggregating all of that information, I presume? I've asked where they get their information several times. As a reminder, I'm not a Remind employee, so you get the truth. Well, I'm not saying that they don't tell the truth, but there'd be no reason for me to fluff anything up. Um, I've asked several times, but it, of course, it's, it's proprietary information. So I'm assuming that they get access to the same information as other purchasers. They just aggregate it and interpret it into an actionable uh, way. I just don't, I just don't have a name for you. I don't know which, which source they're getting it from. Okay, great. You know, for some reason, I don't know what's going on with GoToWebinar, but the question pane has disappeared. And Kim, I don't know if you can see that or not on your end. I can unmute you, Kim, as well. I'm clicking, I'm clicking on going to the question pane, but there, nothing's popping up for me. So Kim, can you see the question box or? Um, it's under chat and then it says type a message here. Well, that's just for the chat box there. There, there's I'm normally sorry, a question. There's normally a question box, but yeah, it's, it's not coming up. So if you wanna, if you wanna raise your hand, we can ask you, Steve. You have a question, so I'll go to Steve. Hello, Steve. Did you have a question? And I just muted Kim back, but Steve does not have a question. So I'll meet you back. Maureen, uh, do you have a question? Go ahead, Maureen. Hi, I was wondering if you could generate a mailing list from Remind the way you can from Realist. 100%. And you can Good question. Thanks, Do You can send it directly. So when you track your properties, whatever you want to send out, if you want to send it to renters as an example, all you would have to do is 
highlight them. So just put track. And then you would go over to the um, you would go over to the tracked properties tab and send it directly from there. So you can send direct mail in several ways. You can download it and print off Avery labels and put them on yourself, or you can highlight all of them and press send and then press send mail and it will shoot you straight over to Rocket Mail and Print, which you get discount pricing. So for a postcard, a small postcard, you get about uh, 67 cents all in per. So it's a great um it's a great discount that you get and you can do that directly from Remind. You can do that in less than five minutes. Interesting. Good good question there. Jim, did you have another question? I'll unmute you, Jim. Um, did you have a question? For for yeah. everybody not a question. For everybody's information, Maris announced their upgrade to Remind Pro coming this November. Nice. Okay, great. And I know that's what you have as as well, Jaime. Good. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. Well, listen, uh, if you have any other questions, feel free to reach out to Jaime. We did record this, and we'd be more than happy to um, um, be happy to have you watch it again and, and reach out to Jaime. Be sure and subscribe to his YouTube channel, and uh, we really appreciate your your knowledge and expertise. Jaime, thank you so much. I mean, I was sitting there watching, especially when you were going through some of the actionable items, and I, a couple of those, I thought, you know, gosh, that just makes perfect sense to drill down and reach out to those specific individuals in that manner. So very interesting. Well, thanks again, everyone. Thank you, Jaime. We will see you in, in Springfield next week at our September business conference. Be sure and come over to our now my question bank just popped up here. <laughs> so I just found it. Uh, let's see. I was just, just going to see a couple of questions before we go. Cause you don't mind, do you, Jaime, waiting for a second here? Not at all. It's too easy just talking. A lot of nice pres people, nice presentation. Um, here's a question. Not all counties provide a lot of data online. Where does Remind acquire most of? That information, yeah, but static data. That that is a good question. Um, I don't. I think you kind of answered that earlier, but yeah. Do you have any for those outlying counties where there's not a lot of information? Because my county is one where it's just been very challenging to even get tax rate information, and, um, you know, for the county taxes because they're a whole separate you know, by themselves. But what was your feedback on that regarding counties that maybe give limited information? They fill in the gaps where they can. And I agree with you. Some counties are a little bit uh, fickle with their information. So they fill in the gaps. This is why it's awesome that they marry the consumer data with the property data. So they're able to fill in gaps from all of the other lists that they purchase. So all of the other feeds that they purchase. So they're, they're not only relying on cat information to, to make their interpretations. The most important part when it comes to cat is actually the owner. Um, that okay. is, that's a big part, at least for me. That's what I, I like seeing when, how long has this person been in this home? How long have they owned it? Because that's a big filter in the, in the motivation, at least for me. So the average for somebody to live in their home is about eight years. So that is what I rely heavily on. And if they don't have that information, which most of them do, it becomes a little bit difficult for me to market the way that I want. Gotcha, okay, interesting. And another question came in, can you search for details like pools and fenced yards or? Does it get pretty specific in that respect as well? It won't get as specific as a traditional MLS. It'll take the big things such as square foot, lot size, um, things of that nature. But as far as a pool, I am not sure, to be honest with you. I know it has two stories. I know it has 
um, more of the basic information. So uh, let me see. All right, so it does not look like they include pool. So it's more basic information. And now okay. they are adding to it, but they don't, they haven't gotten there yet. Okay, sounds good. Well, Jaime, thank you again. It's been a great webinar. We really appreciate your time. Feel free to reach out to him if you have any other questions and we will uh, talk to you all soon. Thanks again. Thank you all so much. Have a good one.